gentlemen, welcome back to episode three of the Tag Team Podcast. I'm your co-host, Anthony Tartaglione. And I am also your co-host, Johnny Tartaglione. Oh, I am excited for today's episode. It's going to be a good one. And, uh, you know, we got our first guest coming on, so it's going to be a good one. Johnny Falzerano joining us later in the segment. So make sure you guys stay tuned, stay here for that. Yeah, lifelong family friend of ours. So we're very happy to have him on. And we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, but today we're going to start our show off with discussing television shows. Uh, we decided that, uh, you know, <laughs> there's some interesting things that we could talk about when it comes to the genre of TV because we're both avid Netflix bingers, avid Hulu bingers, and we decided that we wanted to give you guys a little into look of what we like and what we like to see from television shows and what we think you guys should definitely go watch. And honestly, if you're not a binge watcher on Netflix or Hulu at some point in your life, then like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, you're actually fucking dumb if you're doing that shit you know there's definitely one point in your life where you have a whole weekend where you sit there and you watch an entire season of one show in a sitting and if you don't do that i honestly think you're crazy yeah and you can't convince me that at the beginning of the pandemic and quarantine that you didn't at least binge watch some form of tv show and I know you guys all watched Outer Banks. All of you fuckers oh, binge watched every that. single motherfucker. <laughs> John P. This, John P. That. Oh, oh I will my say this. God, Outer Banks. Madeline Klein, very attractive. I'll but here's the thing. There. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. I'm hooked on Outer Banks. I'm ready for season two. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm so ready, dude. I'm so I'm ready. So ready for, for, I'm so ready for season two. Okay, so uh, with that, we want to kick it off. We each want to talk about our favorite TV shows of all time. And we're actually going to start it off with our honorable mention that we both agreed upon this. And that was the classic of Hawaii Five-0. And we're not talking about the original Hawaii Five-0 that aired back in like the 60s, 60s or 70s because we're modern and we don't watch old shit. So we're talking about the new Hawaii Five-0 with Steve McGarrett, Danny Williams, Kono, Chin Ho, bunch of great characters. So What's your favorite part about that show? Okay, so back to something. I feel like this is not even one question. I feel like this, there's multiple ways here's to go on this. Here's the problem. I was way on the train. So when I was like probably 10 years old, I was probably 10 years or fifth. It was either fifth or sixth grade. I saw the advertisement for the first season of Hawaii Five-0. And I'm a young kid. And I'm like, wow, this looks pretty interesting. It was on CBS. They did it on Monday nights originally. So I watched, I actually originally watched the first three seasons of the show live on television. From the pilot all the way up until end of season three. I watched live on CBS every night in my bed and I was 10 years old. So I was already sucked in. And then I probably went five years without watching the show from season three on. And I realized that they put it on Netflix. And that was when Johnny came to me and was like, yo, dude, they put Hawaii Five-0 on Netflix. I'm like, holy shit. I used to binge watch that show every week and oh, record yeah. it and get ready for it for a solid three years. I did that shit. And I went back and I rewatched the whole show and oh my God, let me tell you something. The one thing I have a problem with Hawaii Five-0 is the storyline is incredible. Don't get me wrong. But the problem is it's always a happy ending. That's my only issue with this. Well, there are episodes where it's not a happy ending, but it eventually gets to that. But we don't want to blow for anyone who hasn't watched it. But I will say this. It's hard to get access to the show now because everyone was like, fuck you, Netflix. We're going to compete with you. So I now think you can buy it each on season. Amazon, on Amazon. No, Amazon Prime, you can pay for season or CBS all access is $10 a month. And let me tell you, my boys in South Carolina are fucking pumped because we jumped in on CBS all access, $10 a month. We're splitting it four ways because you can divvy it up like that. Two fifty a month. And we were all over that shit. Like white on rice, dude, greatest purchase of the year so far. Two fifty a month. I can binge watch five. Oh, I can binge watch whatever I want to on CBS all access 
overall great purchase would highly recommend so for you guys who don't know hawaii Five O is if you guys have never heard of the tv show it is a cop show that takes place in honolulu hawaii where they pretty much hence do, the name hawaii Five O yeah. asshole but what, I, but what i'm saying hawaii. is is that they're an elite task force police like they're an elite police task force that is out to solve crimes and figure out what's going on and there's a bunch of love stories and stuff and it's a really good show it gets into a lot of uh the localities of Hawaii, you know, you get to see the island a lot, which is cool. They definitely do a good job of visualizing what's going on there. And I definitely know what Hawaii looks like because of the show, because I've seen it so many times because they go mm -hmm. to so, diff so many different places on the island. You know, the whole show was filmed on the island. So, like, yeah. it's that quality and it's still great actors. Yeah. I mean, I love... Favorite character. Favorite character. This is, this is an easy one for me. I'd have to say Danny. But see, me too. I'm Danny's I'd my favorite Danny. character. Just because... He's one of the longest tenured, him and Steve, longest tenured characters on the show. I just think Steve's a cuck sometimes. I think he's too big dick energy. Like, I think his energy is just... He I does think, have big dick energy, he, but that's But he's got great. flaming testosterone all the time in the show. He's like, ah, oh, I don't care. Let me double barrel roll and shoot these two Japanese dudes in the head. So Steve's actually Australian in real life. Yeah. I, I wish they incorporated that in the Alex show. Alex O'Loughlin? His name is Alex O'Loughlin is the actor. He would be know. a fucking beast in yeah. the motherfucking paint yeah. if he had an Australian And Danny's actual show. name is Scott Can. So... But Danny's been in several shows. Entourage is a big one. I got to give a shout out to Entourage. My boys also hooked me on that. Uh, haven't quite watched enough of it to give a review, but Ari Gold. But for anybody, for anybody who know. likes action television and doesn't like the raunchiness or like the dirtiness of some Netflix shows, you know that really get dirty. You know, there's some lot, there's a lot of dirty shit. There's good humor in Hawaii what, Five O too. But, yeah, but what I'm saying is, for somebody who wants something a little bit less, it's a television show, so it's not as dirty or raunchy but still has the same type of emotion and reaction and action that a Netflix show would bring, I definitely recommend you guys watching the show because it's great. So me and you can kind of relate to Danny and Steve with the relationship they have because they fucking hate each other, but at the same time, they're like brothers. Yeah. And it's just fantastic to watch because they're arguing all the time. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I mean, they don't literally, literally say that. Yeah, there's but. probably definitely a lot that we like about the relationship because I definitely see how they react in the show and how we are. And they argue and bitch the same exact way we are. They're bitches. They're yeah, bitches. But so are like we. You, yeah, I know. We are bitches. But like you said, Steve in the show is full of testosterone, but at the same time, he's a bitch. Yeah, you're right. So it's kind of ironic, but it's it's pretty funny. Yeah. So and, and we, the ending the ending of the show was good. So for anybody who doesn't want who everybody I know there's people who are scared. Crazy. I know there's people who are scared to watch the end of the show because it's ending, but the end of the show is good. Yeah, because it's ten seasons and there's about twenty four, yeah, twenty five. So episodes. it'll take you a solid couple months to watch yeah, the show. Forty forty two minutes an episode. If you're even if you're a binge watcher. Because it's I also, twenty-two, I, it's like twenty episodes a season, and the episodes are like forty minutes, and there's ten seasons. So I also a hell of a lot of Hawaii. I also love Danny because he has that Jersey dickhead in him. Okay, yeah. I, I, if I say anything it. about Jersey roots, you're gonna start popping off on me about how I'm not from Jersey because you've never fucking lived in Jersey. I haven't. That is true. That is true fact. But I have lived in New York for two years. We've already been over oh, this fucking bullshit. All right, so. Okay, well, that's our honorable mention, but we highly recommend you, you watch, watch it. it. Very easy show to watch. Funny, good action, constant shit going on, and it really keeps you in in the loop. Not every episode goes goes off of each other, but there is a storyline for pretty much every season. So definitely tune into that common show. I'm sure most of you have probably seen it before, but if you have it, give it a shot. Yeah, check it out. Um, so, so what's your number? So we got, I think we're we start with the number two. We start with the number two and we go to number Obviously, two. no shit, yeah. asshole. You saved the best for last. Yeah, exactly. Fucking asshole. So I say you go first. So this is tough. This number is tough two. for me. Your number two all time. We both decided that Hawaii 5 was number three for us. So number two goes to Johnny Tags and what is his choice? This is so tough for me. 
I think, see, num- I got like one 1A. I don't even think I have a number two. You got to pick. All right. Number two, I'm going with Shameless. Okay. So Shameless. Never seen Shameless. I have never seen Shameless. So Shameless is probably one of the raunchiest shows I've ever seen. And every time I watch the episode, I'm like, how the fuck do these producers come up with this? It's just the craziest shit you've ever seen. I don't know if it's a very common. I think it's a pretty common show. I believe that has. So what's the premise of the show? Explain to them what the premise of the show is. Like what 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 goes on it's in the show? Basically, is it just that shit craziness? Because that's what you pretty much explained. It's to basically me. a family that lives in the ghetto in Chicago, and a bunch of crazy shit happens. And that's ba- there's no there's no like storyline. It's no, just fuckery the whole time. It's pretty much fuckery with the storyline. So the main but you character, have no idea what the fuck. So so the main character want there's several main characters. I get Frank. Is the dad of the family, the quote unquote father, who's yeah. a fucking dirtbag, yeah. right? Alcoholic, never at home, and everybody in the family hates him. They're like, fuck you, Frank, like, get the fuck out of the house. Like, mm-hmm. constantly doing, he's constantly high, constantly drunk. And then you have Fiona, who's basically, like, in the first couple seasons, the mom of the family, but she's actually just the older sister. And when the show starts, I think she's like 21, 22. It's I'm, I'm 10 seasons in now. Holy shit. There's then 10 you, seasons? I think there's 11. If I, Holy I think the new, so the newest season just came out, okay, or is airing right now, yeah. but it's the last season, okay. And then so you pretty have, much it's the family. It's a family, but like it's fucked up. It's a fucked up family. Great show though. Like there's just you gotta watch it. There, you gotta watch it. I can't explain what happens because there's it's not like I can't describe it as an action TV show. It's not. It's it's incredible. It's fuckery. And, but but the best part about the show, and this is what I really appreciate. Is how they develop the characters throughout the course of the show. I have never been on a show like when I watch Five O. I always love Danny because he's the same character. I know what I'm getting from Danny Williams. Yeah. When I watch Shameless, I have loved the character, and then the next season I fucking hate their guts, or I've hated a character and then I begin to love them, or in another case, there's a character in the show Liam, and he's. The youngest sibling, mm-hmm. he's about like two or three when the show starts. And this is how crazy it is. There's an episode where Liam somehow ends up doing cocaine and he's two years old by accident, but it happened. What the fuck? All and right. so I, Liam, I have to watch it now. Liam is now older because it's 10 seasons in. And they kept the same actor. He's the same actor. Yeah. yeah. So he's about, he's in middle school now and yeah, he talks. And he says some funny shit, and it cracks me up. So just the way he develops, he's been an integral character in the show. And then I used to love Fiona, now I fucking hate her. And then there's several characters who just bounce in and out of the show, and it's really wild. But I really appreciate how they articulate those characters and how the show really flows. Even though it's complete fuckery, it's a complete disaster, it flows. Yeah. And it's incredible. Okay. It's genius. I'll have to watch it because I have had jack shit to watch for the last two months. I've been just... Grabbing my leg and not knowing what to watch. And I've been playing PlayStation because, like, there's nothing to do. Like, And Shameless is on Netflix, people. So fucking watch it while you can before somebody else takes the rights away because you know what's coming. Yeah, because fucking Netflix has been getting robbed like a damn convenience store, dude. That I, think shit, everyone, I think everyone fucking hates Netflix now. It's not their fault. Everybody who owns it. It is their fault. Too. They Yeah, but they Netflix pays for the rights for these shows. And then these other companies are like... But, Fuck you. But these companies are creating their own streaming services. Like Peacock. They took they stripped them because they they're NBC. They own the rights Who to the Netflix. fuck knows Peacock? The 
fuck is Peacock? Well, Peacock's trying to get out there right now. They're small. Give them a break. They're fucking small, but they're growing up. People know Peacock. They've seen it. You've seen Peacock, guys, right? Maybe not. They I, can't answer you, dude. I, I know they can't answer me, but still, they, they've definitely seen Peacock. Um, all right, what's your number two? Number two. All right. So this one's very distinctive to me because I have an all-time favorite show that I have show that I have decided that I have See, okay, was, but, 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 I'm sorry. I'm fucking interrupting the shit out of him. But there, I couldn't choose two. Like, I have four TV shows that are easily, like, I could go one A, B, C, D, make an argument as to every one of them. I agree with and that. And I too. think your top two are going to be integrated into my top four. Okay, so my, my, mine's definitely my... Number two. My number two is definitely a dirty, dirty, dirty lover. I love that one. It's Riverdale. Uh, Riverdale. See, Riverdale's my top four. But everyone's like, oh, bitches, you watch Riverdale. You're fucking 22-year-old okay, male. You're watching Riverdale. Let me Fuck explain you. this. No. Fuck the stigma with Riverdale because Riverdale is a great television show. And I'll tell you why. I know there's some batshit crazy shit that happens to the show and you're just like, what the fuck? Can like, you describe batshit crazy shit? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is batshit crazy That's shit? That's how batshit – it's batshit crazy shit. Did a batshit shit a yeah, crazy a bat shit? Yeah, shit crazy shit, shit a crazy shit. All right, whatever. Yeah, so pretty Did much – wipe their ass? <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I can take you. Bats wipe their ass. All right, why is Riverdale your number two? All right, Riverdale is my dirty thing. Archie. Oh, Archie. <laughs> Archiekins. So cringy, but so great. All right, okay. let's hear it. Riverdale started with season one with the Black Hood, and then season two was uh, season two led into the story behind who the Black Hood was, and they eventually fucking they eventually fucking figured out. The whole shit show story of what was going on. And then they had the, the the Gargoyle King in season three. And season four is still in production. So I don't really want to talk much about it. Because it's... it's They had to cut it, they had to get, cut the season short. Because, but it's season five that's supposed to be coming out. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is that they had to cut it short. So the storyline really hasn't finished yet. It's still kind of there. But it's not there. They let it on kind of a closer. But not really a cliffhanger. Because they haven't gotten a prom yeah. yet, right? Yeah. Because of COVID. COVID really... Cause the whole show to go on. So, prom. so we're we're kicking off with like the end of season four, but it's yeah. season five. Yeah, it's prom. That's what they're kicking. So off. it's a makeshift, yes. makeshift yes. season five. Yeah. So, but season five is going to be longer than season four. So I heard. I'm sure all of you guys have heard of Riverdale at this point. If you haven't, you're fucking uncultured because I got to say it's one of the most popular. Also, Riverdale's on Netflix. But what I'm saying is, is that you guys know that Riverdale. Well, you guys don't know that Riverdale is good, but you know that River. You know what Riverdale is, and you know that it has to do with some high school kids. So Riverdale pretty much is the high school town Riverdale, which is in upstate New York, and they pretty much just do fuck shit the whole time. And there's a whole storyline between the relationships that go on and the people of the show. And there's a bunch of murder mysteries, and they figure out a bunch of crimes. So they're pretty much just it's solving a sci-fi. Stuff. Yeah, it's a whole sci-fi show. So it's really good. I like it because it digs into my persona of what weird shit could happen if we just stepped a little bit out of reality. If we had a little bit of a check out of reality, and we stepped into this reality. It doesn't. It's not too far-fetched to not be believable, but it's also not believable because it's too far-fetched, if that makes sense. Because it's it hits the spectrum, but at the same time, it doesn't. So I like the show because I can relate to it, but at the same time, some batshit crazy stuff happens that would never happen in real life. But I love the show. It's great. It takes place in uh, it takes place in upstate New York, like I said. I know I'm shouting that out because that's where I'm from and I love to. You're not from there, fuckface. Okay, but You but go I to school there. there. I live there. God, that's what man. I meant. That's what I meant. I live there. But- Riverdale is coming out with season five soon, and I'm definitely excited to see it because the character development in that show has also been pretty good. The writers of that show have done a great job of taking a drama and creating it something that people can love and relate to, but at the same time, still blow their fucking minds by doing some crazy ass shit. 
Because I'll tell you what, how many times in that show you've been watching it and just been blown away? Just been like, what the fuck just happened? Oh, I, I, like every episode's a yeah. cliffhanger and I'm like, I gotta watch the next one. But episode. I have gotten to some points in that show where my, where I've gotten so cringeworthy that I've had to pause the show because I literally cannot take what's going on. It's so cringy. Whoa, okay. I just Googled this. This says, I don't know how trustworthy it is, but it says season five of Riverdale is Jan- airing January 20th. It already premiered on CW. It did? Yes. Okay, so it's airing live. Yes. But I'm talking about it coming out to Netflix. Okay, yeah, because we need it to be on Netflix. Yeah, it's not going to come out to Netflix until probably the summer. But the CW always... That's so ashy. The CW always has... Well, it's... Like I said, it's the difference between cutting the cord and watching it on cable every year. If you want to sit there and cut the cord and pay for these streaming services, you got to wait. You, if you pay for cable, you get the luck of getting Riverdale. See, so, we pay for cable, but I guess I just don't watch it anyway. Well, we well, don't pay well, for Are cable. you really going to sit there and watch Riverdale with commercials? No. When you know you've been watching it without commercials forever? No. And and knowing that you have to wait a week to watch yeah, it Yeah, wait a episode. week. Fuck that. I have no patience. Because you know that Riverdale leads on every single episode as a cliffhanger, no matter yeah, what. I have no patience They always all. The writers of that show like to leave every episode on a cliffhanger. I couldn't even imagine living in like 2005 and having TiVo. to wait a week. <laughs> Fucking TiVo. Fucking TiVo. Yeah, but even if you TiVo, you technically don't have to have to wait a week. But what I'm saying is, is TiVo was the invention to solve that issue of having to wait every week. Yeah. That was the original invention. Yeah. TiVo All right. created that. So watch Riverdale. Uh, it's at the top of the list. Most of you have probably seen it, but yeah. If it's cr- it's cringy as shit, it's though. It's cringy as fuck. But here's the thing. It's good. It's dirty. It is. But it I is. love it. Because, so. because you never know what the hell's going to happen. And then it just happens. I hate how we get like... Like, you're right. The stigma behind males watching Riverdale, it's like, hi, you're a pussy for watching Riverdale, but, like, why? It's a good show. Yeah, because it's, because it's, I don't know, it's a stigma. Like I said, it's, people like to think you're just kind of fruity because you watch it. Yeah. I don't know. It's good, though. I I love it. it. All right, you go number one first. Wow. You swung that on me. All right, my number one show of all time, undebatable, unarguable, the greatest written show, in my opinion, of all time, and it collects to what I love. And what I take interest in, and it just beats the bottle on everything, and I love it. It's billions. See, I'm so mad because that that could billions. easily be my number one too. Billions is fucking fantastic. Favorite. This is my number one. Let me hold the goddamn right. cupcake real take quick. The don't, don't take the torch. Don't goddamn suck billions cock without without letting me to say. I'll something suck first. billions cock. Yeah, if but I what I'm saying it. is, is don't let, let me explain the show first. It's my number. If it's your number one, fine. I need this to continue, man. I need season eight of episode season right. five season, episode eight season five episode episode okay, eight so of season billions five. billions not a lot of people have seen billions so I know that a lot You're of right. people are probably like how the fuck why is this guy this number HBO one show? baby can I do something when you turn on that show for the first time on the pilot episode. You watch the first minute of the show and you're like, what the fuck am I actually getting into right now? But yeah, because because all I gotta say is you guys right now I know I can't I don't want to blow the pilot for you guys because it's so good. Go watch the first minute of the pilot and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. It's called Billions. It's on Showtime. You get it? Hey, Spotify. If you guys – this is on Spotify. If you guys have Spotify for students in the plan, it includes Showtime. So all you have to do is sign into your account and link your Showtime to your Spotify and it works. So make sure you guys do that if you're listening to this on Spotify because you can watch Billions for free and you can watch what I'm talking about. Favorite character in Billions. Hold on. I haven't even explained this show yet, asshole. You can't blow it. I'm not I mean, blowing it, but I'm explaining to them what the show is first before yeah. I goddamn right. say who my favorite character Hour is. Hour-long episodes, by the way, without commercials. So it's on Showtime. So if you guys take your Spotify accounts, you guys can link it to Showtime. You can watch. You can actually watch the pilot for free for Billions on Showtime's website. You can just watch the pilot. 
Go watch the first minute. You're going to be like, what the fuck is this show? But I promise you that it gets so intense and so good. There is so many plot lines in that show, intricacies. So pretty much what it is, is there's a mega corporation called Axe Corp. Or it's called Axe. It's called Axe Corp. And Axe Capital. Axe Capital. And it's your number one. You don't even know what the sorry. fuck it's called. No, no, no. Sorry, I was fucking, I was thinking about, I was thinking ahead before. You weren't thinking of shit. It. It's called Axe Capital. So Axe Capital is ran by Axe, who is the main, pretty much the main antagonist in the show, but is also the main character. And then there's another guy who's the main protagonist in the story, but is also, and he, he, but is also kind of an enemy at times. And fucking the whole show is just about how to get Axe in trouble. And it goes, because he does a lot of dirty shit. You know, he's it's a, finance. He's a hedge fund manager, so yes. pretty much the guys that we've been shitting on Reddit, that Reddit's been shitting on, and us, we've been shitting on for the whole past week. It's one of these dudes, and this dude is just manipulating the fuck out of the stock market, doing illegal shit, but he's covering it all so up in think. his tracks. So you think. Eh. Okay, but pretty much the U.S. Attorney General Chuck Rhodes is like the opposite protagonist guy, and he's the one trying to fight Axe on this, and they pretty much just go back and forth the whole show, and they're pretty much the two main characters of the show, but there's a whole bunch of subplots, and the whole show is just fuckery and and just crazy shit that happens it's very easy to get of lost course. in yeah. the show but let me tell you something you watch one episode you're sucked you're, you're sucked but it's a lot to keep up with and you gotta watch it you have to pay attention because you can miss five minutes and you miss a whole subplot line because there is so much shit that goes on in that show all the time all right so for the people who have seen billions and are listening who's your favorite character Axe, by far really the character development of him is incredible he starts is incredible. off he starts off as this guy who's really you know, high tempered, but he's rich as fuck. But you see how he takes the stock market. He can manipulate it. But at the end of the day, he still has time for himself to sit there and he's a genius. This guy's pretty much brilliant. And to see his brilliance work in the writing of the show and to see how he is actually perfect in the way he thinks, but yet he's so arrogant that it causes his arrogance. It sometimes, costly. Yeah. Costly. His arrogance is over costly to his brilliance. It's so incredible. Chuck Rhodes' side, on the other hand, is also cool because he's dirt shit poor, but yet he's getting pounded. I wouldn't call him. Well, dirt he's not shit dirt shit poor, poor, but compared to compared to Axe, you see a lot of wealth in the show. Okay, but Axe has enough money to but live my life is, a billion times. Is that Rhodes is this guy who's getting offered all this money to go take money in the private sector, but yet he still stands up for what he believes in, and he takes less money and he takes the struggle because he does it for what he believes is right, and that's what I think is so. Also, yeah, you're right. The character development in that show is Impeccable. absolutely wild. Because that throw just throws you on a fucking roller coaster loop de loop and you don't even know where you're at. Nope. I go to bed every night just thinking about like when I would watch a show and when I would watch a billion show before I went to bed, I would lay in bed and just be like, what the fuck just happened? And yeah, just be and so know. shook. And they had to cut this. I call all the way up to my parents in like two weeks. I watched the whole show in like two weeks. And here's the thing. They cut it off middle of season five. So it's season five, so episode annoying. seven right now. So literally it's the middle of like a great season right now. Season five has been a great season so far. And it ended on a cliffhanger that shouldn't even have been a cliffhanger. It should have been a middle of the – should have been You're a right. middle. And when COVID started, the show – when I was watching the show, it was still getting released. New episodes were still getting mm-hmm. released as I started watching the show. So they cut it off after that I had even seen it. So pretty much I'm just – Urching at the end of my seat for a new season to come out because Billions is the best show out there. I, you know what? I'm, I th- I'm in. This is what I said. I have one A, B, C, and D, and then I have well, two. Well, who's one A? What's your best show? What's your I want to say one thing. I love Wags. Wags may have yeah, been my favorite well, Wags isn't even mentioned so far in the podcast. I know, but Wags is a beast. Wags is a comedian, but he's also a genius, and I just relate to him because. He loves getting off on comedy 
and doing stupid shit. Yeah. I'd say I'd say I'd say the crackhead energy is full in him. He's yeah. literally the crackhead of the show. He does. And it's he so full, great. He has full crackhead energy, but he's making hundreds of millions. Hundreds of millions. And he's doing stupid shit while he's at it. And he's living the fuck out of his life. But yet, obviously, there's ups and downs to every and character. I love his, his mustache. Style. His yeah. mustache is killing. And then Taylor, also one of my favorite characters in the show. Taylor's Incredible. good. Wendy. Wendy's so good. So many great characters. Okay, Wendy probably has the highest level of character development in the show. I think. 100%. Because they focus on her a lot. Because she... Okay, so I'd she's say... Not a, she's not... She's the main it's, character it's without being one. It's Chuck and Axe, and then Wendy's right below them. Wendy's like the third main character. But that's what they make it seem like. But she's like... She, she's a main player in the show at all points in time. So how can you not dub her a main character? Because they don't, they don't focus on... They, they don't commentate. You know how you hear Axe say something and you hear his thoughts? And you hear Chuck Rhodes say something and you hear his thoughts? With Wendy, you don't really hear that. You don't. Have, you never get into Wendy's thoughts. I think Wendy may be an undervalued character in the show. I would not say so at all. I think she's one of the best characters in the show. But she is. I would she say that the show is. writers don't make her number one because they don't show fully into her thought process. She's also a great because, actor. But I think that's also what makes because she's a psychiatrist. So I think that's what also makes her craft incredible is that you don't let. But she's also an investor at the same time. But what I'm saying is you don't let her get into the psychi. They don't actually get into the psychiatry of her mind. Which is, I think, part of the pleading show that lets her stay a psychiatrist because you don't really get into her mind. But it's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. You got to go watch it. All right. What's your number one? Because this podcast is going to run 50 minutes and the goddamn viewers are going to start pitching. So what the goddamn fuck is your number one? They may fucking enjoy this, though. They may enjoy it. Oh, they're going to enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. But okay. I'm, my favorite OCD, show. Fuck up. You I'm just trying... asked me what my favorite show is go and ahead. you're still going off because go you're ahead. like, oh, we got to cut this segment short. Go Come ahead. On. Okay. My favorite show of all time is How to Get Away with Murder, simply because I never know what the fuck's going on. It throws me for loops. Annalise Keating is an amazing actor. I love what she does in the show. I love how they develop her. I love all the actors in the show, and I, I just I just like shows where I, where they just slap me in the face like out of nowhere. It's like kind of like when your friend just comes and smacks your cheek, and you're like, "What the fuck just happened?" And then you're like pissed off, but you're like kind of laughing at the same time because you're like, oh my God. How the fuck did that do? How, how did that happen to me? Exactly. So, so your top two shows I've never seen. I've never seen How to Get Away with Murder and I've never seen Shameless. How the fuck is that possible? I don't know, but you should do it because they're both on Netflix right now and you need to do it before they take them off Netflix. You're right. So you need to wise up a little bit, young one. Okay. So what's the premise of the show? Basically, it starts with, well, I can't, I don't want to say what happens because I don't want to. I'm not telling you what happened. What, what's the premise of the show? Who's the main character and what pretty much goes well, on? Well, Annalise Keating is yeah. the main character yeah. in the show. And it's, it's one of the few shows where the protagonist is also portrayed as the antagonist at the same time. So it's a double whammy. It is a double whammy because it's one of those things where you love her and hate her at the same time. So it's very intriguing how they develop her as a character. But it's basically in the name. It's it's about murder, getting away with murder, a bunch of other fuck shit in the middle of it. And yeah, I can't say anything about this show because it'll blow it for you guys. But I would a million times over recommend watching it for the simple fact that you never know what's going on and it always has you on the edge of your seat. And when you think you have the show figured out, you absolutely do not. At all? At all. At the very last episode, I was like, what the fuck? And I was and so sad. Over. There's no end. It's over. It's over. Six seasons. And it's Six over. Seasons. And you still don't... You feel coming out of it, you don't know what happened. I know what happened, but I'm like, why? I'm still asking questions. But it's fantastic. God damn it. 
You can't do that to me. So you can't weave me into a show that's not going to have a good ending. It's like Game of Thrones. It has a great ending. But what I'm saying is people people do this shit with Game of Thrones too. They're like, you got to watch it. I wasn't a Game of Thrones geek. What I'm saying is you got to go watch a great show. And I just never watched it because I know the ending shit. So if you watch Game of Thrones, you may actually be a geek. Well, no, because a lot of people watch Game of Thrones. So you're going to piss a lot of people off with that statement. Just like I did with the Mickey Mouse Championship last You're right. Week. I'm sorry. I'm not bagging Game of Thrones. It's probably good. Neither probably, of us have seen it, though. So I, I probably need to wise up and watch because it. Because what I've heard is that is people's arguable, most arguable number one that I've heard yep. from other people's Game of Thrones. And, you know, you look at it and people shit talk it. People love it. But yet at the end of the day, they say yeah. you got to watch it. So, and I still haven't watched it. How to Get Away with Murder has a really good ending. It blew me away. Blew me out of my seat. I was really upset when it was over. And that's how you know a show is good, fantastic, when you're upset that it's over. And when you finish it and you're just like, wow, that was incredible. My top two are still going. The only one that's over that I've that was in my shows today was Hawaii. So my number three and number four are definitely Billions in Riverdale. Like I said, one, A, B, C, D, I don't really. So we talked about your five four. favorite fucking shows today. So what? Do people want to hear it? I have good taste. I know. Well, no, I get it. You have good taste, but I also don't have – I just don't watch enough, I guess, yeah. because I haven't seen Shameless so, or I haven't seen – I could say my... watching Netflix is better than watching our fucking New York football giants or uh, the Knicks or the Mets, how they all just blow yeah. games away. Hold on, I, hold on a second. Our dogs are going fucking bananas right now. Damn. Damn <laughs> dogs. For those of you who have dogs, you can relate. We're going to keep this in the podcast because you know what? They're dogs. And if you don't love dogs, then fuck you. Yeah, then fuck you. We have a Great Dane, a Shih Tzu, and a Maltese. So we have three of those motherfuckers downstairs. And they're wild and all the time. Yeah. So, um... But continue yeah. your point. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was going to say, sometimes I just want to watch those TV shows instead of watching my horrific sports teams. Now, the question is, is would you rewatch those shows again if you had Oh, absolutely. 100% 10 times over? 10 times over. I just need some time to forget about what happened. That's how I am with a lot of TV shows. I've noticed that, like, once they've ended, I've, I've definitely... You know what I can't rewatch? Years. A shitty Giants team. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. You can't go rewatch the games. You're I right can't go that. rewatch the games. But with that, that's the end of our uh, TV segment. And we are, we are going to move into the next segment of our podcast and bring on our special guest, Johnny Fazerano. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for this part. It's going to be great. So keep it here. Keep it real. This is the Tag Team, the tag team Podcast. Why the fuck did I fuck that up? <laughs> Welcome back to the Tag Team Podcast. I am so excited. I'm your co-host, Anthony, with my co-host, Johnny. And today we have our first ever guest on the Tag Team Podcast. Joining us today is my longtime best friend and brother. Well, not actual brother, but friend who is a brother to me. It's Johnny Falzerana. How you doing, brother? How is it going, fellas? I'm honored to be the first guest of the Tag Team Podcast. It is, uh, dude, this podcast, legendary already. The content has been there. The first two episodes... Awesome. Dude, amazing. Well, good. But, uh, we're, we're here to talk about, you know, Giants, Eagles. Fuck Philly. Fuck I know I said the supposed E word or whatever. They don't even, they don't even know yet. We haven't even prefaced the, the pot, what we're talking about. You this. already know you, I you said can, fuck Philly. You can, That's all I got to say. Yeah, whatever. Okay. All right. <laughs> so we brought Fowls on today to discuss the Eagles and the Giants. So I'm really... I'm, I said, the, I said the word. You said it. You said it. No. You said it. You're a disgrace. Oh, I'm such a disgrace. We're literally, we're literally. You already said it. We're literally, we're literally 30 seconds into the segment in the interview and I've already said it. Oh, no. You Somebody know. have a barf bag? Oh, <laughs> fuck. 
Who's got a barf bag? So it's all because it's all because Fowles is here. So yes. pretty much Fowles has the pass. He can say that have, word I that the, I just I have said. The pass. I have the Eagles pass. Oh God! But I'm not gonna cringe every time he says it. But I just don't like to say it because I hate that fucking football team and their disgrace. But Johnny Tags, give us your first preface to the whole thing. What is what is your whole thing on how you think today's gonna go? How you how you think this whole discussion is gonna go? So this is the part of the episode last week where I prefaced by saying we're gonna shit on him, and I started it by saying fuck Philly. But I won't go too hard in the motherfucking pain on you because I you're wow. you're on here as a guest, so I have okay. to treat you as All a right. guest. We're supposed to be nice. I still hate them. My hatred for them is at an all time high. After the way their season ended. So what yes. is your thought process as an Eagles fan? And week 17. Fuck, you just said the word. You talk, you you just talk said about week 17. You just said the fucking okay. word. I just necked myself. <laughs> I just so necked they, myself. They both said Eagles. So that my, my goal here has already been accomplished. So my thoughts on week 17. The Eagles had no reason winning week 17 at all. They had no reason to win that game at all. Now, if they beat Dallas the week before, yeah, they would have destroyed Washington. Yeah. And took taking the division, um, but uh, the way they the way they did it, I hated. I didn't like waiting until the fourth quarter to do it. Like I'm either tank the whole game or play the whole game. Two words, Nate Sudfeld. Now that Sudfeld, who the fuck is that guy? And let me tell you, I have dude, never. He is, he is there so has been bad. never dude, been a like thought process in my head. It's like throwing one of us out there. Other than JV quarterback, two dude, gloves. Dude. Two gloves. Who wears two... Teddy Bridgewater. Who wears two gloves? <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater sucks. I'm sorry, Teddy. I got nothing against you. But your name is also Teddy. Benefit of the doubt, it was raining. But uh, other than that, listen, the guy is awful, okay? Coming from an Eagles fan, he's been on our practice squad for like five years. The guy just cannot find a way to even just find the field. It's like having another coach out there, but he he's awful. He's terrible. So he's, basically, he's Doug Peterson bent over the NFL and, and said bent, and when they benched Jalen Hurts, and they said "fuck you." So if you're if you're Jalen Hurts, your hatred for Doug Peterson probably peaked in that moment, correct? He he did not agree with it, and and literally they they were panning to him, and he was like on the replay, and he was like, "That's not right, taking him out." I did not like it at all. As an Eagles fan, I hated it. I hated the move um, at the time and stuff because I knew all of the repercussions being a primetime game and stuff like that, that would come. And, you know, that's on. That's probably one of the reasons Doug got fired. It is one of the reasons he got it's fired. It's the only reason. Nah, I have fired. another question. No, there's, there's more reasons he got fired. He lost the locker room. I completely well, disrespect a coach yeah. that loses a locker room because of pure stupidity. And that's what it was. But to go off of that, I have a question. If that game's yes. at 1 o'clock, do you think it's all different? Do you think we're not even talking about it right now? Yes. Yeah, we're not yes. even talking about it. We, dude, we are not even talking about that. You think all because it's prime time is the Correct. whole issue. It's, the NFL did it to themselves. I don't even know why. After we lost to Dallas week 16, I do not know why they scheduled that game for prime time. Okay, but I but know. here's the I, thing. I, I, I don't understand. Jalen Hurts, rookie, right? Correct? Yeah. Jalen Hurts. He's a rookie. Backup QB. Beats out Wentz for the starting job because Wentz is fucking was garbage. And gets the job. Gets him in this game in week 17. Yeah. He's winning. Yep. It doesn't matter that it's fucking prime time. Keep him in the fucking game. Exactly. I'm, I'm not disagreeing. He's a rookie. I'm with you. He's the backup. Yeah, Just you. won the job. And also, he's in a tight game. You have a chance to give this rookie the opportunity to show what he's got when the game's tight, when plays have to be made. On prime time. 
I'm, like I said, even prime time aside, even if this game's at one o'clock, the opportunity to go out there and win a football game for his team, knowing that it means nothing, three picks in the draft, why? Why are you putting in a five-year veteran who's a third string? You're not looking to see what Nate Sudfeld can fucking do. You don't want to. They don't no, give he, a he, fuck he, about yeah, what up. Nate Sudfeld can do for Philadelphia. They're not looking about that. My favorite. They needed to keep Jalen Hurts in the game, not because they needed to win the game, because just, they just needed to, to see something. what he was exactly. about. Exactly. And so that there's... is the exact reason why I personally do not think or care whether the game was at 8.30 or at 1 o'clock. I think the story was blown up because the game was at 8.30. Yes. But I think the fact of the matter is, is that for me, looking at somebody who would have watched that game, no matter whether it was at 1 o'clock or 8.30 because it was super important to me as a Giants fan, watching what Doug Peterson did would know that he's a disgrace to the NFL and that he should never, ever have another job in the NFL because he, yeah, he won a title, but he lost his mind in that moment and he ruined his career. For the sake of a draft pick. That he's well, Dougie P. Well, Dougie P. I hope you like being three. I hope you like Philly being three picks higher in the draft. Because your ass is going to be sitting on the fucking couch when the draft comes around this year. Because you're a piece of shit. Well, that's I, all I got to say about the, Doug Peterson. The, the decision, Doug. I did not like the timing of the benching of Jalen Hurts. That was that was something I hated. Um, you know, you either play sixty or you you know rest all your starters and basically tank the whole game. Mm-hmm. That's that's what you do. You know, I don't like this whole let's play three quarters. Wash it's it's not like Washington played great. Dude, no, they, they played they looked awful. They looked they terrible. And you know, I think he was you know the Eagles. Like I said, they didn't really have any business winning that game. I think he was because if we kept Jalen Hurts in that game, we were winning that game. Mm-hmm. You know. You know what you did. You but was, gave, I, dude. I was disgusted as you, an Eagles fan. You I gave was disgusted the Giants fan base the worst case of blue balls oh they have ever God. had in history, <laughs> and that's yeah. why I have an issue. And yeah. I have an issue because going into the first round, we would have had a home game against Tampa Bay, and yes. Tom Brady loves to choke against the Giants. That's what he does, man. I'm gonna back this up and preface what exactly happened in Week 17 to so people who. Don't I think I think everybody yeah. knows. I think a lot of people well, know, but you can't. Most people do, but not. If you had Twitter, you so, know what happened. So the NFC, so the NFC East is the worst division of football, and pretty much the Eagles were out of the playoffs at that point. They were four ten and one, and Washington was six and nine. Giants were six and ten because they had won their game earlier in the day. They went from five and ten to six. Beat, and they 10. beat Dallas, and they beat Dallas, who was also five and ten going into that week, but lost the game, so finished five and eleven, or so finished six and ten. So six they, they ten. finished with the same record as the Giants. But the, the Giants had the tiebreaker over them because they beat them in Week 17. So, therefore, they owned they owned the tiebreaker. Yeah. So, pretty much this game between the Eagles and the Washington football team was for the entire division. If Philly won, the Giants yes. were in. If Washington won, Washington they, were won they were in. And yes. pretty much Philly gave up on the, on the field. But I will say this. We can't yeah. blame Philly for everything. It's, if it's Evan a- Ingram... Could catch a football. Well, yes, I was at that, that game. That is also, I was in yes. the stands in the link. That's one. I, 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 I was just going to bring that ball flip slip out of his fingertips. So I and sound... Boston Scott Carson Wentz's best throw all year. Carson Wentz has thrown pr- probably through ten good passes last year. It was a dime, and that was, was the dime. one good dime he threw. So to so Boston Scott for that. I concert. sound like a dickhead asshole Giants fan coming after a Philly fan, but I will have to say Evan Ingram. Probably did cost us our season. That was it. You know, you got you guys had us. I mean, well, I mean the Giants. The Giants had us. That was it. You guys were up twelve with what three minutes left. We got two somehow some two crazy drives down the field, and uh, 
you know, Philly came up with that crazy win. But you're right. If Evan Ingram makes that catch, you guys are the NFC East champs. And that's a very catchable ball. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit there and say. That was I'm a great throw by Jones. I'm, oh, Danny Dimes, throw. great throw. I'm not going to say I could have caught that ball, but I probably could have caught that ball. Yeah, well, I think I would I would give us uh, the benefit of the doubt. All three of us, actually. Catching that fucking catch. football. Yeah, because he was wide open. And, and he was, oh, my God. And it's just, how do you. And he's in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. How you in the Pro Bowl? Dude, yeah, but the Pro Bowl is a Mickey Mouse Pro well, Bowl this year. It's yeah, I mean, come on. Kyle Murray, Kyle Murray won MVP Whatever. last night. Actually. Okay, I'm still fuck Philly. I'm still yeah, you know. stern behind that statement. And also, I'm a firm believer in the fact that I'm not going to say all Philly fans, but a lot of Philly fans are fucking assholes. And I'm Correct. not saying you no, specifically. Of no, I'm and a very rare breed of Philadelphia Eagle fan. I'm you're right. And I'm not saying a very weird all brand of, of a fan in general. You're well, 76. Yeah, sure. Let me give Eagles, you a tight Mets little story. Islanders? It's, let it's me give different. you a t- let me it's give different. you a t- tight tight little story about my direct interaction with Philly fans. And this is why I started my hatred for the fan base in general. And again, not all of them. I can respect them. They like their football team. But I'm at CenturyLink. A couple years back, I want to say this was two years, three years, 2018 maybe. And I'm at the game. Diehard Giants fan. He's at the link. Yep. I'm at the link. So I'm wearing my Giants. I'm wearing my Odell jersey because I'm a fucking asshole Giants fan. And of I course. have an Odell yes. Beckham jersey. Of course. Right? So that's the game where we lose on the Jake Elliott 61-yarder. So I'm a, I, yes. I do believe yep. that Jake fucking... He's a beast. He steroided he's up beast. before the kick. He shot something into his leg. I definitely think he shot something into his leg. He drew his own blood and put yeah, it back yeah. in, mm-hmm. you know, whatever he did because he just had ultimate leg power and yep. he looked like Lionel Messi or Ronaldo kicking that well, shit. Well, it was a very, very hot day in Philadelphia. There. It, was. It, was it was. It was toasty. It was toasty. So, you know. So, he kicks the field goal. The Giants lose the game. We move to 0-3. I'm like, okay, our season's over. Fuck me. I'm going home. So, I'm walking. <laughs> Out of the stadium. Yeah, this this is the best. I'm walking part. out of the yep. stadium, and there's a fence between where the tailgate spot ends and where I'm walking on the sidewalk by the street, and I'm just walking. I'm not even saying anything because I just took a heartbreak loss, and I had these asshole Philly fans screaming "fuck you, Giants fan," "fuck this," "fuck that," throwing shit at me, and I'm like, "you guys are pieces of shit." You literally just went on a sixty yarder. And instead of enjoying and celebrating the win that you just had, you're telling me to fuck off simply because I'm a Giants fan. And that's where I draw my line because if I'm a Giants fan and we were at home and we did that, I personally would not do that to an Eagles fan. And now, although there's outliers with New York, New Yorkers in general, because obviously every fan base has assholes. I just think the Philly fan base in general are go out of their way to be assholes to other fans. I feel like, in a way, that's their way of celebrating. It's 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 really effed up. I mean, like you'll look you'll look in the parking lot at the link, and you'll have two Eagles fans just boxing each other in the middle of nowhere. You're right. I mean, just drunk off their ass, just freaking going crazy, just going at each other. It's like, what's going on here? You know? Um, yeah, I I definitely understand where you're coming from. Um, you know, games, uh, hockey games in the garden, Madison Square Garden. I mean, Islanders, Rangers, pretty feud there. But it's, it's, you know, throwing stuff at people. Um, but the, the Eagle fans, they're ruthless. They're, they're, they're pretty crazy. Myself, I'm not really, you know, I love the team. I'm not really associated with, you know, the city that much. I'm not a big fan mm-hmm. of Philadelphia itself. Um, I just love the team. I loved watching the team when I was growing up, about 10 years old. I, that's when I really started getting into the Eagles. Um, 
And you know, that's uh, that's kind of my and pitch with that. And, All right, let me ask you. I want to say Favorite? one quick thing. I want to say one quick thing to clarify this. I'm not shitting on all Philly fans, and yes. I'm not trying to offend exactly. you at all. But I just have a sour. No, you're shitting on Philly fans. You're trying to offend them all because they're fucking douchebags. Yeah, but I'm just saying well, I have a very most sour. Most of them, I, but not all of them. I have not a very. Them, no, I have a most very of them are fucking assholes who I have just a, think their team's good. I'm trying to say something, and you're being an asshole. <laughs> You're being a Philly asshole. I have a sour taste. Being a Philly fan. Yeah, I have a sour taste in my mouth from previous experiences. And as a New York Giants fan, it just pisses me off a little bit. But I'm not speaking for everybody. I would have to agree with you on that. Yeah, so exactly. so Wentz, Wentz or Hurts? Um, you know, I'm a big Carson Wentz guy. Really big Carson Wentz guy. Uh, Jalen Hurts, he had, he had some bright spots late last year with not a lot of weapons around him. Um... But next next year, I'm, I'm definitely going Carson Wentz as our starting quarterback. It's okay because the Eagles are going to fuck up and take a quarterback with the well, six pick. You know, <laughs> but the Giants didn't two years ago. With yeah, the but, six yeah, pick. but I'm just saying the Eagles already have two quarterbacks. Yeah. They'll probably they'll probably be dumb enough to take another quarterback. With, with, with the whole quarterback hurts thing, you know, I still don't understand why we took him in the second round. Um, I just it's just another obstacle for Carson Wentz. Um, you know, Especially when your it, best wide just, receiver is like Jalen Regor or Ars Arceo Whites, whatever the hell his name is. No disrespect to him. Arcega Whiteside. Doug was not the guy to go. It was our GM Howie Roseman. Dude, no, that, Doug, Doug had to go. Doug had to go. No, 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 no. Come on, relax. Hear me out. Hear me out. All right. Howie Roseman, the guy can't fucking draft, dude. J.J. Ortega Whiteside, Rager over over Jefferson. Dude, you could have had Metcalf. Dude, we, dude, <laughs> dude, we could have had Metcalf. We could, dude, we could have had Devontae Adams. Uh, yeah. Jordan There's Matthews. a bunch of coulda, shoulda, oh, wouldas, yeah, but exactly. with the amount Nelson of time. Nelson Aguilar, Jordan Aguilar. Matthews. Dude, the, 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 the guy just cannot evaluate talent. That is just So Ertz is gone, thing. right? Er, he's going to get traded. Ertz yeah. is going to get traded. They're looking okay. at the Colts right now. Um, so you got to yeah. trade either Hurts or Wentz, right? You can't keep both of them. The problem is, if you trade Hurts, I hope you trade. It, no, I hope you trade Wentz because you'll have to pay his salary. Yeah, it's. It has a I Giants think, fan. I'm like, damn. I hope they trade. I, him. I think they're going to give him one more year, kind of a make it break a year. All of our offensive lines coming back, you know, healthy and stuff like that. We had 14 different offensive lines last year, which is, you know, yeah, the guy's a franchise quarterback, and what surrounds him isn't really that crazy. And these franchise guys, you know, no matter what. They should really uh, be able to do something with nothing, like you know Russell Wilson in Seattle, stuff like that. Um, but you know, I I think Wentz, this is like his kind of his last hurrah in Philly. If he could, you know, get some stuff together, and if not, you know, if he if he crumbles, then it's it's Jalen Hurts. Okay, we Wentz gets to start week one though, right? Yes. Wins the job I, over Hurts. I think he yes he is okay. And when he gets that start, how many weeks do you give him with? The same performance, if he was to come out with the same performance as he did last year, how many weeks do you He was him? dog shit. But what I'm saying is he comes out week one playing the same way he did last year, looking no different. How long do you give him before two, you say I would say in cut? Philly, two weeks. That's yeah. it. That's it. Two weeks. Do you like, think he lasts? They, they would be sick Honest after opinion, week how long, one. How long? Do you think he lasts? I do. You I think I, he's going to come back? I'm giving him the best. Where does that have. confidence stem from, though? Because I feel like Wentz has given you no hope. I know the year he tore his ACL, they yeah, won the that, Super Bowl. Was, but other than that, he's done nothing for your franchise. What has he done? He's done nothing. Uh, I mean, he won an NFC East title in 2019. Okay. Uh, that was nice. That was okay. nice. At what, 9-7 um, or 10-6? and six, was, They were 9-7. Nine 9-7. Seven. Nine seven. He had like okay. literally tight ends playing wide receiver. So he had that going for him. Besides that, guys, what has he done? His, just his talent, his, his leadership. I mean, he's... 
He's one of the when he's on, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. So is he worth twenty four million dollars? Um, that's the question. That is that is the freaking because as of right now, he's not. He's no. You are correct. Yes. Uh, right now, no, he's not. Um, what I don't understand, it, it, it's just, it's tough, man. It's a what, tough situation. It really I just is. don't understand. But I'm, I'm pulling for the guy, man. An Dude, organization my guy. like Philly. And it gives me Green Bay vibes because they don't draft any talent yeah. around their main guys. Yeah, I can see that. Which I love that because I'm like, ha, huh, that's well, yeah, fantastic. That's good for the, that's good for the Giants. It, it's, it's probably one of the most painful things to go through on draft day. It really is like, oh yeah, let's go linebacker, a wide receiver. Let's draft this friggin' quarterback. You already have your franchise. Oh, let's let's get this other quarterback. Yeah. It's, well, like, it's like, what what exactly are you doing? I think by you know? far what happened in that Week 17 game had to have been the lowest point for an Eagles fan oh in a my, very long dude, time. It was, it was, and I'll never forget, I'm watching just, Jason it was Kelsey. Disappointment. I'm watching Jason Kelsey snap the ball and just let the linebacker just go, go by right him. by him. His own quarterback could get hurt by this linebacker. Yeah. Full-fledged, yeah. like, concussion. And Dude. Jason Kelsey's just given up. And Jason Kelsey's a star at his Dude, position. Dude, he's, he's an all-pro. All and pro that's star. the epitome of giving up. Yes. And that's the epitome of losing the locker room just, from a head coaching dude. standpoint. And that's, and that's, why, that's, that's why I was so upset about the situation and yeah. so mad as a Giants fan. Because if the Eagles fight to the end and they lose, exactly. I'm not pissed. Exactly. They lost the game. Yes. But the yep. way they gave up was just an ultimate disgrace to the NFL. Dude, it, you know how disappointing it was after that game to be an Eagles fan? Like, I was just like, I was I was ready for the, the Mets or hockey or something. I just wanted to watch something exactly. else. I was done. I was That was it. I'm like, that was the most disgusting four hours I have ever watched. Do you think so. they've redeemed themselves, though, and are ready to take the field week one next week or next year with a good team? And you think they're going to be... NFC East winner next year. Who is it? Honestly, like, you think you think they're going to be ready for next year, or do you think the locker room's still going to be in shambles? I believe I believe the Sirianni guy. Now it's his first time being a head coach. Mm-hmm. He came over OC from the Colts. Yeah. Um. You know, I really like that move. He's a big QB guy. Because uh, you know, when Luck retired, he had to go through all that with Brissett and all these other dudes, Philip Rivers. Um, and uh, I I just feel like he's he's really big on like a a, a belief system. And structure. That's his thing. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely feel like they'll be ready to play week one. You know, hopefully they do get a training camp this year. That's another reason. You know, COVID and everything. Okay, but the Chiefs went 14-2 well, without correct. training camp. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's no real excuse. Everyone was in the same boat. Yeah, ex- that's, that's very true. So quote me on this. Old takes exposed, freezing cold takes on Twitter. Quote me on this. I think the division next year is going to be Washington, Giants, Philly, Dallas. So take okay. note when you listen to this podcast. Right. That's my honest. You think opinion. Dallas is gonna be the worst team next year? What? I do because I think Zeke is not as good of a player as everybody thinks he is, and I just don't know if Dak's gonna come back the same player that he was. And they can't pay anybody. They paid. They, yeah, they're, they're gonna, gonna have to pay Dak. Yeah. They've already paid Zeke. They're not gonna be able to retain their offensive line. Their defense is awful. Yeah. And they, they, I mean, they have Amari Cooper and they have. Um, CD Lamb. They got Lamb, yeah. They have a lot of ab- weapons on offense, but I think it's going to be a Brooklyn Nets comparable situation. They have all the offensive talent in the world, but their defense their isn't defense going to be able is- to do jack I think, shit. I think that the Cowboys definitely did a bad job with their money management, and that they've led themselves they, to this point. At least they had screwed. to sign Dak. Right. So what I'm Dak. saying is, is that... Come on. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Sign Dak. And yet you're spending all this money on Cooper and, and oh. Zeke. Like, I don't get it. Like, 
that's your main guy. Like you got to go pay him. It's like pay exactly. Paying okay. running backs is always problematic in the NFL, yeah. and that's proven yep. to be true forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when it comes time for the Giants to pay Saquon Barkley, I'm gonna want to pay him, but at the same time, I'm like, it's more important to develop other areas because as the Giants showed, they can run the ball without Saquon Barkley. Definitely. Yeah. Wayne Gallman yeah, looked yeah, good. Gallman, yeah. I mean, Definitely. Alfred Morris got carries. Tore us up, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. At least we can all agree upon saying fuck you to Dallas. And we oh, hope yes. Dallas yes. goes yes. on the 16th. Cowboys. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. All, right, so, Correct. all right, where do you think Deshaun's going? Watson. Um, you know, they're, they're saying... Miami. They're saying the Jets and everything. I'm not, I'm not buying the Jets. Miami. Um... Dolphins. I do like Miami. Miami, nice. Miami can offer the best uh, package. They have Tua. They have the third overall pick. They have other draft picks. So I think, you think he's got any him. chance. You think there's With any Dolphins? chance he goes to Detroit? No, I was actually no. Gonna I think, think about, golf. No. I was going to think about Detroit, but golf. Golf's taking the helms to for the our line. buddies up in Michigan. Shout have out hope, shout Jared Goff, baby. Let's Jared go. Goff. Yeah, you may be saying this, and Jared Goff gets shipped over to Houston in two weeks yeah, for yeah. the same picks. <laughs> I don't know. And Deshaun Watson. I'm gonna. I'm very interested. So, or could he go to Jacksonville? I don't know. There's a lot of you options. You don't know. I'm ready to see what the NFL is like you know, next season. There's I'm just a lot saying, of shit. Houston what wants to keep him, the, the, well, Yes. He's gone. He's good as gone. Once you lose a player in the locker room, he's gone. You can't do anything about it. He's not coming back. Yeah. It's just like James Harden with the Rockets. Once he's out of it, he's out of it. He's not playing. He's going to play like shit. You may as well ship him off and get what you can for him while he's in his prime. It just yeah. sucks to see no, because I, I have a lot of friends who are Houston Going fans. Going back to the NFC East predictions um, – I feel like the Giants are a different team with Saquon. Um, I feel like they could definitely uh, compete, you know, because they, they had this, you know, one of their better seasons. I mean, the division sucked. Uh-huh. But they actually, the, you know, Joe Judge knows what he's doing. Yeah, you know, coming from an Eagles fan, that kind of sucks. I feel, I feel like they finally got their guy in Joe Judge. Um, you know, the defense stepped up. The running game was nice. And they just basically controlled the game. That's how they won. You know, play good defense and, and, and run the ball. But Saquon Barkley is an animal. I mean, that guy rips off a 75-yard run once a week. That's his thing, you know. And uh, I, could, I could definitely see the Giants being in the mix. Philly, I think Philly's a couple years out. Um, you know, being an Eagles fan, that kind of sucks to say. Uh, I feel like they'll be definitely be in games. But, you know, new head coach, first time being a coach. Basically an, an, an entire new coaching staff. It's going to take a while for everyone to come together. And we have cap issues. We're like 30 mil in the hole. Uh-huh. Um, but definitely, I could see uh, Washington's a quarterback away. The Giants, Giants will hang in there. Um, so I got Washington at the top, Giants two, Dallas three, Philly four next year. Interesting. It's a good wow. take. I, I, What's I, your prediction right I like Fowles' standings. Fowles' standings you know? are my standings in my yeah. personal So we're opinion. similar, but we're flipping Philly yes, and Dallas. Correct. I think so. Philly's going to be better than Dallas next year. Or I think, I think, I think. It's either or, yeah. I, I see Philly around 500 next year. I just like to fight behind right. Washington. But they really gathered knew. themselves oh, yeah. in the locker no. room, which well, is really important. That's the Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera, Alex Smith. dude. Ron Rivera is a great the head battle. Coach. The battle they got. Ron like, Rivera knows what he's doing. And all like, props to Alex Smith. I mean, oh, that God. guy all props is to amazing. Washington, in my personal dude, Washington, I have no hate for Washington. Washington no. was the feel good story this year. Yeah, it was. They were just Alex crazy. Smith. Props to you, man, because everyone else on this earth, ninety nine point nine percent of the people that yeah. populate this planet would not have been able to have the mental mindset to go through oh my God. what all, you went all through. All of those surgeries, almost going through amputation. I mean, it's that incredible. Guy, almost lost his life. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, incredible. That. So that was a real good feel story. Rivera now cancer free too. Yep, so that's, yep. that's yep. incredible to hear. Yep. 
Exactly. And, the, I mean, making the playoffs. I mean, Washington, jeez, man. And they gave Tampa Bay a little bit of a run. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I'm so upset. I am so well, upset I mean, we didn't listen, get Chase I, Young. I am so upset. Oh, uh, Chase Young well, is Chase a Young's monster. He's going to haunt the Giants for years because the Giants decided that they wanted to win one extra regular season game. And guess what? We get Andrew Thomas. Andrew That's Thomas. all we get. Left tackle. <laughs> That's all we get. And, the red, and, and Washington got Chase Young. And That's, we get Andrew Thomas. You know what? That Gotta hurts. That man. hurts my soul every day. Well, go get your I man, guess, though. you know, we could both agree on shitty drafting, I guess. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Saquon. Saquon was a good Sa- pick. Saquon is a great pick. Danny Dimes is going to come around. But uh, not at six. Bad we, pick at six. We, well, it's better than Haskins. It's better than taking Haskins. We almost took Haskins there. Could you imagine if we took Haskins at six? Oof. All right. That really hurt. So, Fowles and I can both agree, Von and Anthony, too, that fuck. Fuck the Cowboys. Yeah. Fuck Dallas. And Fowles and I can also agree upon the fact that we are Mets fans. We are Mets fans, yeah. We, uh, we go through this torturous scene together every season. Yep. We have hope. We're like DeGrom. Bege- let's go. Beginning of the let's season, rock. there is hope. There's a lot of hope. Fucking playoffs, let's go. You know, our pitching staff's going to ride us all the way to the postseason. And then right by, like, you know, summertime, you're talking uh, July, August... Everything just collapses. Everyone's it's UCL just, just loves to give out exactly, around July. You know, it's it's really convenient. Shit's heating up and ACL, uh, UCLs are tearing. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, it's always the UCL. That is, that is the story. Always, that is, the, Mets, the, Mets, the Mets are plagued by injuries every year. Coming from a Cardinals That's fan, the story of the New York Mets. Hey, guess what? Those injuries. Guess what? Cardinals uh, got Aaron uh, You're a, We got Lindor, baby. Got Lindor. Okay. Lindor. You also got a. You got. You also got a. a we got uh, some pitchers. You also too. got a got colluding. A, we made a trade today. You guys also yeah. have a colluding owner. Owner. So. Ah, uh, <laughs> now listen. We already said Cohen throw every motherfucking dollar he made. I was gonna say at least he spends fucking money into right? the Mets. At least he spends money. I'm tired of the fucking will ponds yep. just sitting back on their hands. Throw it in there like you throw nothing. wood in a fire. Toss it in there. Oh my Keep God. it going. How depressed is the market right now for baseball though? It's bad. People oh, are signing cheap deals, yeah, like really bad. cheap deals. You saw today. uh... Didi Gregorius resigned with He's Philly. old, though. But what I'm uh, saying yeah, is it's still... He's, he's, no, but look at Real Muto. Real yeah, Muto at settles, catcher. Yeah. Five years, $115 million. For a catcher. Yeah, but still, a he's a good bat. It's, it's a bat. Well, he's, it's that a guy's catcher. a stud. He's a stud. He's yeah, a stud. The bat he provides to the lineup is worth... That's, that's where he's getting... Cheap, He's getting the money because of his bad. Okay, but, but the, the Mets signed James the McCann. The Mets signed James McCann. Very good move. Very good bat. Very good move. For four years, $40 million. Real Muto... Five years, hundred and fifteen. Because Real Muto's better. McCann, is he? Is he fucking? Dude, McCann's not even that. In a league with no in a league with no salary cap, that's up for is he seventy-five million dollars better? No, in a, in a league. With no I just, I just love how the New York Mets are finally spending money. They're investing in their team. It is great. It's they a great grew feeling. some balls exactly dude, because the Will Ponds oh blew at dude. It was just like every they off were season owners. was like, oh, here comes another fucking off season where we don't do shit. The, yeah, you know, the, just sit back and do nothing. The Wilpons. Let, let the Yankees do everything. The Wilpons like, were bad owners. Cohen's mm. got the money. And I'm really excited Dude, to be a Mets fan. Cash and collusion, uh, baby. Cannot wait. What's your outlook on the Cardinals wait. this year? You confident in the Cardinals? Yeah, exactly. I think we have a full infield now. I think finally Carpenter doesn't have to sit there and play back and forth. I think Wong's gone. Definitely gone Colton now. Wong, yeah. yeah. He's definitely gone now with the acquisition of Arenado. But we have. Oh, look yeah, at the corner. Right. We have the best corner. We have the best corner infield. You're right. Oh, that's, that's nasty. You that's can't nasty. have Paul Goldschmidt on there, and I don't argue me on that. Who's got better first and third baseman? No, you can't is. argue on that's that. You can't. You can't argue on that. So and the middle of the lineup's insane. Uh, you know, and and, and 
You're going to score so many runs this year. And here's the thing. You know what's crazy? We re-signed Wayno too. So Wayno's coming back to the yeah. pitching staff. Dude, Wainwright could be my fucking grandfather. He's like... <laughs> it's like <laughs> Like he's still pitching. He's, he's still 50. pitching. And he's still going to start this year. I was playing with that man in like MLB 06, the show. <laughs> he and he's still pitching. And he's still pitching. Oh, my God. Props to him. Dude, That's, it pays to keep your body in shape. But I'm very excited for it the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals and the Mets are both going to have good teams this year. I'm excited. Do you think, you they, know what would be do you think they both make the playoffs? I would, I, like I, I, the, I would like to see them play in the playoffs. I would. I think that would be, be interesting. So that would be really good pitching yeah. against really, really good offense. Which is what usually happens The Mets can hit, too, now. The Mets... The Mets can hit, but the they Mets love to just pitch a tent yeah, but in the, the Mets tundra. Rotation blows away the Cardinals rotation. The, the Mets, yeah. the Mets love to pitch a tent in the tundra when it comes to hitting in the postseason. It's oh, like yeah. oh, oh, it's just it's like oh, you want to score two runs? Yeah, we'll fucking score two runs. Let's rely on the pitching. Oh, it's it's so. And funny. then Edwin Diaz comes in, humps oh, a fastball God. down the pipe, and the ball's fucking oh. dead center. Hey, or he throws a cement mixer slider that goes hey. four fifty to. All I gotta say center. is congratulations on a great career, to Daniel Murphy. Yes, yes, Daniel Murphy retired. Uh, that man I, I was my hero. I will never forget that, dude, that 2015 playoff run. Hero. I will never forget. Seven bombs in seven games straight. So. Hero. My dad and uh, these two, that guys' pops, all, we were hanging out for every Mets game. It was the best, I mean, it was one of the best times I've ever had. I mean, rooting, all of us rooting for the Mets, and they were just going off. Offense. Playing. I jumped on the bandwagon, too. Oh my. I was there. Yeah, Anthony I was, was on I was the because the Cardinals missed oh the playoffs. And game. then Harvey decided to go full prick mode and oh. didn't want to get taken out in the ninth, and, and that oh. just fucked the whole series. Because yeah. 3-1, way different than 2-2. Two, two. Mm, 100%. So yeah, I, I still I still reminisce of that World Series. You know what? I do think the Mets are going to have a title within the next four years. I, I think they so, have a window. Man. I hope so. So I really yeah. I mean, that's well, one thing we can agree upon at least. Exactly. I really did enjoy having you on today. Though. No, it was it was a blast. I mean, listen this 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 podcast is it's, we're only chipping the iceberg right now. Yeah. There's so many things you guys can do. I mean, the content's there. I mean, I was listening to your second episode today on a, on the car ride. It is hilarious. Dude, it is pure just laughter, but it's good content. And, you know, I'm, I'm the first of many guests. I cannot wait to see, you know, where this podcast goes. And, hell, I might be back on, on the next episode. We'll see what yeah, happens. Yeah, well, Fowles will yeah. definitely be a recurring guest. Um, we love what he brings to the table. He's obviously my childhood best friend. He's been my... Yeah. Knowledgeable about football no, and baseball and other yeah. sports. And can yeah. also talk some mean shit. So yeah. Oh, definitely. Yes. We'll, be, uh, we'll have to bring that back. Stir the pot. So we didn't shit on you too much today, as no, expected. No, it was actually uh, lighter than I expected. Yeah, um, I just wanted to get but, that off my oh, chest. Oh, of course, dude. Doesn't it feel good now? It, it does. Just it feels good. Relieved feels, now. Yeah, dude, the Eagles are going to be, you know, well, it's me saying this, they'll make the playoffs next year, but you know, you never know what what happens in the NFL. I'm expecting a couple years where we're going to be a little trash, but you never know, man. Yeah. You never know what's going on. We're going to have to wait and see. The Giants, listen, I, I just like the Giants' defense. You know, Fire. Blake Martinez. I just hope the Giants can finally make the playoffs. But normal, normal Philly fans would be like, oh, F the Giants, F this, F that. <laughs> Dude, I'm a realist. That's 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 what I am, man. Good. I yeah. I heavily respect you from I'm that realist, point. I'm a realist, bro. I do. Well, that because about wraps up today's episode. Uh, the sponsor for this video still is me and my brother. So if you guys would like to sponsor <laughs> this podcast, please... Hit me up with my email or follow me on Instagram at Anthony Tartaglion. Just find me, contact me. Sponsor please. us! Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Fouls, for joining us. Johnny, thank you for bringing the yes. great points. All the good heat, all the fire. And uh, yes, that'll do it for today. You thank you, Fouls. You, you, you have another melodic tone to send yeah. us off to? No, my outro music. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da
You guys should like really, uh, you know, sponsor these guys. These guys are fucking good. <laughs>